to the NFL. It's Dynasty War Games. And uh, we are not really party people in the house tonight. I'm drinking water, Chad. What are you drinking? I am drinking uh, Coke Zero. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, we're partying it up. (laughs) Right on. Yeah, a lot going on. Uh, You know, I had a busy day and a busy day tomorrow, so I need to be sure. (sighs) Not really a party Friday night like it's been. So, anyway, we're here to talk Dynasty. Uh, We've got some trades going on. We're going to talk a blockbuster that we just saw, and we're trying to nail nail down some value. Uh, how you doing tonight, Chad? Uh, I'm doing all right, other than the you know technical difficulties. We're trying to get this thing set up, and of course, my iPad is my iPad Pro is not you know wanting to work with Streamyard, and Streamyard is not wanting to work with it. So here we are on the iPhone, but it's all right because we're here. Right on. Yeah, we're here, and we're we're just, we're going to talk Dynasty. We really don't have a game set up for tonight. It's kind of like we're in the dead zone. Um, my, we weren't sure Mike was possibly going to join us tonight, but uh, couldn't end up making it. So uh, just kind of going to uh, play it by ear, I guess. Yeah. Normally we yep. play it by beer. Tonight we're going to play it by <laughs> ear. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Right on. Okay, so do you want to start us off with this um, DeAndre Hopkins trade? Yeah, yeah. Um, so... This is in a league where I think I'm a pretty heavy contender in this league. Um, Mike is as well. I think Mike's probably the favorite, but I'm, I'm probably second favorite in this league. Um, and so I, I needed to get a little bit more depth. So I traded away Chris Godwin, Gerald Everett, uh, McKitty, a third and a fourth for Hopkins and Juju. Right. Okay. So there's a lot going on here, but it's, I mean, the third, the fourth and Trey McKitty or that's sort of just like throw it. Yeah. Just throw it even in it out sort of stuff. Um, really it's Juju and Deandre Hopkins for Edwin. Uh, I'm sorry, Everett and Godwin. What do you think of Everett? Uh... I guess that's kind of, he's, He's sort of the lowest value player out of out of people that matter in this trade, right? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't really want to depend on him, you know, putting up points week in, week out. I think he's uh, I don't know. I mean he's Gerald Everett. He's never he's he's always in the tight end two range. Um, yeah, he's always been a low end tight end two. Yeah. The best he's ever been was this past year where he was twenty two in standard and PPR. Yep. Um he did that in fifteen games. You yeah, know, he's and I mean, it's not games. like he, I'm sorry, go on. It's not like he wasn't in, in good offenses as well, you know, which is part of the reason why I've just been like, right, you know, exactly. He's, he was with the Rams. It took him a little while to come around. He did start seeing targets his second year, right? But looks like he's, you know, 60, 62, 63 targets the last three years. You know, he produces 41, 48. You know, yeah. He's nothing special. I yep. mean, it's almost throw-in level. So you got both of those two players for Godwin, right? Yep. Yep. Basically. Yeah, I, I like that. What do you think Nuke's got left? 
I mean, I think he's got a couple of years, uh, if I'm being honest. I mean, I think the suspension, I think the suspension could possibly help him, you know, if you really think about it, this, this long season is not going to be, you know, very helpful for these guys in their thirties. And, and he's, you know, getting into his thirties now and, um, he's going to get in there and, and play, you know, 11 games and, and, right. um, yeah, I mean, I like it. I like it. Uh, he's going to play the most important games for me and, and this team. That's why I'm not really worried about making the playoffs with this team. This team is a, pretty much a lock to make the playoffs unless everybody gets decimated uh, with injuries. But, yeah, it's it's going to make the playoffs. That's not a question. The question is what it does in the playoffs, and I think DeAndre Hopkins is just one of those guys that when he's on the field, he's going to help you. So, Gotcha, gotcha. You might have a hard time getting Godwin to help you this year anyway. Right. Yeah, coming, coming back from the injuries. Yeah, he he has he has question marks as well. That's the thing is everybody in this trade has question marks. Like there's not a a, a guy that you look at and say, all right, this is a safe player. But I yeah. think Godwin's name value is maybe a little bit safer than than Juju and Hopkins. Hopkins with the age, you know, he's past that right. or he's at that thirty that thirty uh, benchmark, and then Juju has been. Juju, <laughs> you know, so he's, he's on a new team and the upside's higher, but uh, yeah, it's still a wait and see game with him. So, I mean, are you looking to, are you looking to keep him and use him to win a championship, or do you, are you, do you think you want to try to flip him in season? I'm, I'm, I haven't decided if I'm being honest. I mean, it's it's one of those moves. I, I just saw, you know, the guy that I traded with, uh, Sean McCormick. He's he's in the DWZ Patreon. This is not a Patreon league, but. Uh, it's a, it's a team where he's trying to rebuild, and I think Godwin's a guy. He he, at least in my head, what I would be thinking if I was him is Godwin's a guy that's going to hold value, just based off of his name. He's in there with Brady, um, so once he comes back from the ACL completely, he gets back up to speed. He's going to put up numbers, right, um, or should put up numbers, and so his value is going to be there. Hopkins is a big if because just because of the age factor. His value is just always going to steadily be be decreasing from here on out. And then Juju is, I mean, let's say, let's just throw out there that he has an average season with the Chiefs. Like, where does he go from there? He's on a one-year deal. Uh, you know, his value is going to tank if, if he doesn't, if this doesn't work out for him. So, and I mean, it had already tanked before the, the signing to the Chiefs. But let's not forget, this is a one-year deal, and, and it's not a lock that he's going to be um, – the guy in that offense. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I mean, I, 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 I'm looking to probably flip my juju shares this off season, but uh, I don't know. That's just because I scares me a little bit. One of the reports I heard this off season is that he's got his, one of his knees um, quote unquote needs maintenance every week. Mm-hmm. That, that scares me a little for a 25 year old. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I, I think that's the, I think that's kind of the reason he didn't get a long-term deal um, is that medically he didn't perfectly clear. So uh, yeah, I mean, I like this trade for both teams, to be honest. Um, you know, I would like, I would like to have seen Sean McCormick get a second instead of all the other stuff. Would you have done that, Godwin Everett, in a second? Um, uh, I don't know. 
rather than Poss- a third possibly possibly i think i think it's tough because hopkins has a suspension juju is coming back from the injury and he's still juju and, you know he's mm-hmm. with the chiefs but he's yeah like you said you know the injury issues and then he's still on that one-year contract so it's tough to really pay up for these guys uh you know too heavily I think I probably would have done it thinking if it was my second, I probably would have done it because I think I have a real shot at winning this league or at, I mean, at the very least right. coming in second or third. So it should be a back-end second. Um, so, yeah, I probably would have done it, but I don't have a second. So, you know. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, I mean, overall fair trade. I like it. I like it for both sides, really. Um, yeah. All right, cool. So let's talk about another trade in this league that went down, another blockbuster. Uh-huh. Uh Brees Hall for a 24 first at three seconds and a third, right? So it's two 23 seconds, a 24 second, and a 24 third. Yeah, that was an interesting one. What do you think? Did he get enough? I would have liked to see him get a little bit more, if I'm being honest. Uh, Just from what I've seen Brees go for, in, in leagues, I would like to see him get a little bit more or at least, you know, had that first in, in the in the 2023 20, class. Um, because Yeah, the fact that he didn't get a 23 first is, you know. Yeah, that, that's the tough part for me to swallow. But, um, yeah, I mean, let's look at, at this guy's roster. We're both in this league. So it's a pretty right. terrible roster, to be honest with you, the, the guy that he's getting these picks from. Okay. It's a it's a, a very very bad roster. A very I mean all of his pieces are, all of his upper tier pieces are uh, guys from this class basically. He has now he has Brees Hall, he has Drake London, he has Sky Moore, but his quarterback is Desmond Ritter. Um, you okay, know, so he, he's rebuilding. I mean yeah, so I mean those are going to be very early picks, so that helps. Um, there's no way that this guy is gonna you know, have any kind of late first in 2020, even in 2024, it's going to be an early first. So I guess, I guess that does help. If you're looking at this team, he has no competitive pieces. He has no draft picks to speak of, except for in 2025. I don't know where his pieces are. Oh gosh. I shouldn't be bashing the team. <laughs> um, yeah. He's, made, I, he's I, traded a lot of veterans and then he traded a lot of pieces for briefs. Um, you know, I don't mind him giving up, that for Brees though, because I think that once he takes over that job, he's going to be worth more than that. He can probably get two first. No, I wouldn't have done that. That's no. if I was him, I wouldn't have done that. You can't, you can't, I mean, looking at his roster, he can't give up that many picks. Like he has no choice because if Brees Hall busts, he has no valuable players on this roster. Like he has to have, I mean, le- legitimately, if, if Brees Hall sucks, if Drake London doesn't do well and Sky Moore doesn't do well, doesn't come out the gate swinging, right? Like, he has nothing of value on the entire roster and has that, no draft picks. That 2024 first that he gave up is not his, by the way. He gave up. It's a competitive team. Oh, God. So, so the, the 24 first that he gave up is from – Another owner that has a competitive team is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I guess. So I it's mean, not that great of a first. He just he needs the hits. Like he needs to spread out his his. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess we're getting what too far into the weeds here because this is very getting very specific. But yeah, I wouldn't I have done it. About, yeah, you're getting too far into his team. You know, like I, what what I'm saying is in a vacuum. Yeah, it's a it's a good trade for him. But 
Yeah, he I mean, have, I think it's he seems terrible. To have gotten Brees Hall for undervalue. I'm not sure, but it seems to be that you know if Brees, if Brees Hall increases value, but he's got to not fall in love with him and be willing to flip him, you know, for a profit. Yeah, no, I, I still don't. I still don't like it. I still don't like it. Uh, I think that's that's probably the kind of trades that he's been he's been doing, and, and the reason why his roster's in the state that it's in. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Trying to, I was trying to save you from bashing this guy, but you went. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I've ruined teams too. We've all, we've all ruined teams. It's a bad. I mean, it is what it is. It's a bad team with no draft picks and no valuable pieces. I mean, it is what it is. So I guess we won't be posting this link in the Einstein's chat. Nope, nope. Guess not. <laughs> sorry, P. Nolan. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, now you even said his name. God, it never ends with you, Chad. <laughs> Uh, all right so do you want to go all right what what do you think what's uh oh you know what i've got a good one i've got a good one that we can go over that's kind of a blockbuster here uh let me find a league i believe it's marvel nope not marvel oh you're not even in this league this is an auction league yeah let's talk about it Well, there's a league where I traded. Yeah, this is this is compelling podcasting. There's a league where I traded. Uh, I got CD Lamb plus for Pitts, and now I have to remember which one that is. Is it? <laughs> All right, let's move on to another trade while I find that one. All right, um, let's do. <laughs> do you have something lined up for us? Um, yeah, I have one uh, that was actually mentioned in the DWZ chat um, right before we came on air, actually. It oh, okay, was cool. um, uh, a guy named uh, Colin Jones, I think that's how you say his name. Oh, yeah. If I yeah, it's new, it. yeah, it's a new member. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think it's Colin, but it might be Colin. But hey, welcome. And Colin, yeah, yeah it's probably up. Colin, K-O-L-L-A-N. It's it's a, right a different spelling, cool spelling. But um, anyways, yeah, he traded... Debo and, and Pickett for ETN, Olave, and Waddle. Debo and Pickett. Let's assume let's assume PPR full point PPR. You don't know, but let's assume full point PPR and let's assume Superflex. Yeah. Okay. So he got ETN, Olave, and Waddle. Nice. Yep. I mean, he's given up a quarterback and not getting one back, but that's all right. Um, you know, Olave. Olave is obviously worth a late first right now without even stepping on the field and waddles mm-hmm. you know waddles worth i don't know two firsts a high first and, and a second something like that right yeah yeah and uh yeah, yeah so um, picking and olave probably have the same value right now would, um, would you agree you got you, you got them in the same place in the draft yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I think I, I, I think I'd rather have Pickett. I, I put a little bit more value on Pickett. Um, I really like a lot. I mean, you know how much I love Olave, but yeah. just the positional value, the offense that Pickett's in, I'd, I'd place a little bit more value on Pickett. But yeah, I mean, I think most people would find them pretty comparable. Okay, so I don't remember what league that was. Okay, I got it now. So yeah, I mean, I. I mean, I, 
I think it's good to get strong young pieces for for Debo right now. Yeah. So yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. It's it's one of those interesting trades though. Like there's have you ever have you ever like stopped and really thought about a trade after you after you initially looked at it and your initial instinct was man like this guy really got some good pieces in this trade which is my initial thought for for um, Colin uh, his side with getting Etienne Olave and Waddle but the more I thought about it the more I was like man like this is one of those trades where you're like yeah this guy definitely won but then at the end of the season you could be like shit like he lost his trade. You know, like very easily. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. It, yeah, like it could flip and it very, very quickly. Uh, it's one well, of those kind yeah. of trades. There's, there's two rookies in the trade, so so much of it depends on, you know, how they perform. Yeah, well, and it's not, yeah. it's, it's not just the rookies too, right? Like, there's question marks with everybody. It's Debo with Trey Lance, right? right. Depending on how that works out. It's yeah, no, they're gonna stop using him as running back. Yeah. Yep. Uh, It's Pickett going in into his first uh, year, his rookie season. You know, as a quarterback, you never know how that's going to turn out. Etn coming back from the from the uh, the Frank injury, right? Right. Um, Alave and kind of uh, an offense that's you know predominantly been stagnant without Drew Brees, even with Drew Brees, Um, and now with Jameis in there, we're maybe going to think we get a little bit more fantasy production with him in there. But that's if they let him actually throw the ball. And then Waddle has Tyreek Hill coming in. So there's question marks all around. You you don't know how these players are going to pan out. You you want to bet on the talent with Waddle um, and, and what we saw last year from him. But you could say the same thing for Debo, and Debo did it at a much higher level. So you never know. I mean, if Debo finds, finds his form uh, again and, and continues to be wide receiver three and Pickett comes out and is a, has a Mac Jones kind of season, I think – it could flip the script very easily, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely agreed. All right. So if we want to try to nail down Waddle's value, I've got another one. I've got one right here. Actually, it's exactly what I just said. So this is a league I'm in. Someone traded Waddle and a third for Kadarius Tony and Kenny Walker. Okay. Say that one more time. Waddle and a 23 third for Kadarius Tony and Kenny Walker. Right, so that's basically a, a high first, 102. Yeah. And what's Kadarius Tony worth? A mid second, mid to late second, right now. Um, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say late. I would say mid, probably mid for second. sure. Right. So yeah. high first and mid second for Waddle and a third. It's basically what I just said. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Which side would you take? Oof, I don't know. That's pretty roster dependent for me. I I probably lean Waddle. I really like Waddle a lot. Yeah, I like Waddle a lot too. So I, I lean that way, but you know, it's. I mean, it's all gonna, it's all going to depend on on. I think that Kenneth Walker, if if he gets good run in that offense, oh man, he could be good. He could be good. Yeah. He's just such a good runner. Um, and the Seahawks, yeah, I mean, if they do one thing, they run the ball, and they're going to need to run the ball, right? right? So, I mean, he could. If after this season you told me that Kenneth Walker was the best running back in the draft class, um, or like had the most value, right, out of the rookie running backs, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, um, absolutely, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if if he has the, the the best numbers at the end of this year, and and you know is a clear lead back where you know maybe yeah. everybody else is in a 
committee. Yep. Yeah, that's that's how I feel as well. Yeah, I think uh, I, I like Kenneth Walker, um, and I think just as a pure runner, like I said, I mean, it, he's he's pretty pretty amazing. So uh, it's it's going to depend on how much run he gets in that offense. If if Penny becomes a thing again, if what's going on with Chris Carson? What do you mean? Is he? Oh, Chris. Oh, Chris Carson. Um, he's done. He just won't admit it. Well, I mean, I know, I know that. I mean, what's actually going on? Like, is he, is he there still, or have they cut him yet? Or they have not cut him. Uh, Pete Carroll, uh, maybe two weeks ago, came out and said that you know it's really tough at the end of a player's career when they want to hang on but really can't. And basically, you know, Sunshine Pete of all people basically said his um, yeah. career is over. So, yep. and then Carson came out the, the next week and was like, I'm not done. I'm not done. But yeah. He's done. He wasn't talking about me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was another Chris. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's a, it's a neck injury and that's. Yeah. 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 Teams okay. don't play around with clearing guys to play in with a neck injury, you know, they For sure. cripple them. So yeah, I, Chris Carson's done. I, I'd be, I, I really highly doubt he'll ever take another step. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rashad Penny still has a shot. I mean, he looked really good. He looked good. I don't know how long he can keep that up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, but he looked they good. Up, they, they put up, he put up huge um, RB one numbers, but I mean, it's Rashad Penny. He's not going to stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, it's fool's gold to think that's going to happen. Obviously, it's not a given that Kenny Walker is going to end the year with the job, but I'd put my money on it. You know, if I had to bet on one or the other, Brees Hall or Kenny Walker, having a clear lead back job at the end of the year, I'd say it would be Kenny Walker. Oh, I disagree with that. I disagree. I, really? I think it's you think I Brees think it's Hall a, coin, a coin flip. Okay. I think it's a coin flip either way. Because I as much as as much as people want to believe that Michael Carter is going to carve out a role in that offense, I think I think that Brees Hall is a I mean, Michael Carter's best attribute is pass catching, right? Can we can we agree on that? Right. Yeah, yeah. So, Brees Hall is better than him at it. <laughs> like, you know. So, are you taking are you taking your your uh, high drafted running back off the field uh, when he's supposed to be doing the thing he does best and putting in the running back you took in the fifth round, who's you know good at it? Detroit I just, did it a I, lot last year. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, it's not – I mean, I'm not saying – I understand saying what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not but, saying it's it's definitely it's definitely not going to happen. I'm just saying I, it's, it, depends it, against, the, it depends on the coaching philosophy. Do they want do they want to ride one back or do they want to try to save him? You know, the, well, well, Tomlin it, wants to ride one back. Um, what's Detroit's head coach? Again, I, I always forget his name, Dan Campbell. Yeah, Dan, Dan Campbell, Campbell wants to use three backs equally. You know, well, I, I mean, you also have to remember too that Swift is extremely injury prone. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he he's probably earned that reputation, you know, to be taken off the field in certain instances because he can't even stay healthy for uh, more than two quarters. I mean, three quarters of a season each season he's been in the league. So, which has been two. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I mean uh, wasn't Dalvin two. Cook the same? Isn't Dalvin Cook the same thing? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, 
you know, it's one of those things. Like if you're if you're you want to protect your player, then you're going to take him off the field. You're going right. to you know minimize his his impact during the course of the season as much if as you possible. Wanna, if you want to protect but, your highly drafted franchise back, you know, maybe you let Michael Carter do some of the dirty work. Yeah, but Reese Hall does back. I mean, he's. I'm not like I've said. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying that yeah. it it goes against you know, just the the logic of it. Like you know, you're not. Well, gonna, you're gonna want like, to well, I'm just trying to there. give you. I'm just trying to give you a, a different type of logic, which is coaching logic, and is not always like, you know, no, our fan. I, I don't know. I don't know. Coaches, I, I think some coaches think differently. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, like I all said, right. I don't. I, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on it, but I'm just saying it's it's one of those things. Like, it's not like if they put if you put Kenneth Walker in that situation, right? Like the Jets have taken Kenneth Walker, who is a phenomenal runner, um, but maybe has some questions in 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 the passing game, right? I would be a little bit more like, okay, you know, like this is this is this might be good for Michael Carter. He might find a real um, J.D. McKissick kind of role in that offense and put up some decent respectable flex numbers. But uh yeah, I think I think that's best case scenario for him with Bruce there. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on to another one. Um another blockbuster. So Alvin Kamara, CD Lamb and a first. 24 first. For okay. Jacobs, Kyle Pitts, and two thirds, twenty three thirds, if that matters. Mm. Kamara and Lamb and a first for Jacobs and Pitts. What's two the third. premium? Oh, you had to ask me that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's find out. I think it's point seven five, but okay. uh, I'm looking up the scoring as we speak. Receiving is 0.75. Okay. Um, man, that's tough. That's tough. Um, I guess the safe side is definitely the Lamb Kamara first side, but yeah. there's also an argument for, you know, if it turns out, what side do you want and. Kind of lean the pit side if he if he turns into the player that everybody thinks he's going to be, mm-hmm. and a point seven five premium, I think he's worth that. Right. Um, so yeah, but I, I'd probably go the lamb side right now, like today. Right on. Okay, I got the lamb side. I'm actually not. I, I have a team that like has an outside chance that it could possibly compete if you squint your eyes and everything works out right. So I'm probably going to start trading off veterans in season. So nice. uh, I think I'm part of, and, and that's that was my thought when I made the trade. And part of that is I think I'll be able to, once the suspension is over for Kamara, I think I'll be able to get more for him than Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. Jacobs scares me. I, I It's mostly Pitts', Pitts value, right? Like if Pitts just works out, then yeah, like I said, his value is going to be, Absolutely insane. Like it's going to be impossible yeah. to get him. Um, yeah. It's already impossible. To get him, right? I mean, look what this guy had to give up. Um, and some might yeah. not even do that. You know. Right. Right. So, yeah, I didn't ask for any of that. He sent me that offer, and I just took it. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like, to me, I feel like C.D. Lamb has worked his way back up to being, like, wide receiver three in Dynasty. What do you think about that? Yeah. Um, probably not my wide receiver three, but yeah. Who would you have yeah, about? I, I don't – off the top of my head, I can't – I just remember not having him – I think I had him, like, in the top five, but not one, two, or three. So uh, – Yeah, I mean, obviously, I just, we, everyone has chased I can't remember. Chase and Jefferson are probably the two. Oh, for sure, for sure. Hey, yeah. which what do you think about those two? Like, I I've gotten to some interesting debates with people about who they have, and it, you know, it's all it's all perspective, right? Like, because they're so close. Yeah, um, I, I I think I would lean Chase just because he's got um, a longer term stable quarterback position. Like, makes sense, and and probably better quarterback. Like, I I like Cousins, but he's older and he's only got a certain amount of time left where Burrow has forever. Yeah, that's that's the argument that I've that I've heard a bunch. Uh, I yeah, but I, I mean, I I wouldn't cry if I had Justin Jefferson over Jamar Chase, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the same way, man. Like, I'm not going to argue with anybody about it. Um, yeah, I love them both. And if you, if, yeah, if you like more one more than the other, that's awesome. If I had one and someone offered me, you know, the other one plus a third, I'd probably take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or definitely, I would definitely take it for a second. That's what that's what it would probably take for me, like a late second for me to give up Jefferson for Chase. And some people might find that crazy, but mm-hmm. I, I just I, I put stock in a wide receiver doing it opposite another you know high producing wide receiver uh, with a quarterback that's just not as good, and then also Burrow's injury still scares the shit out of me. Uh, with his offensive line and everything, it still just scares the shit out of me. So, for I mean, for those reasons, I just think Jefferson's so good, um, and Chase is obviously really good too. But I think what Jefferson's been able to do with so much less, uh, in my opinion, is absolutely scary. I traded Chase for three firsts and a third. Three firsts and so, a third. Yeah, from Casper, one of the. To uh, to Casper and Einstein's, as a matter of fact. What's what's uh, the what's the um the the history on the thirds? Are they like you know how are they projecting in your mind? It's it's just one third. I mean the first. Sorry, the, the first. Third. Who cares about the third? <laughs> like, where's that third? <laughs> yeah, um, the first. Well, I, I, can ex- <laughs> I can tell you exactly what they are. So, um, it's my first. Um, which I didn't have because this is the orphan that I took over in Einstein's where the guy had already traded away. Like he made, okay. a, you remember the team I took over, the guy made a bunch of bad trades and then did. Yeah. Your team's pretty terrible in that league, right? So it's the, yeah, the orphan you took over. Yeah. I'm Yes, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm in a full on rebuild. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's an early first. Right. So that's possibly, probably one Oh one. I think um, Snoop is also rebuilding. So it might be like, 102 yeah, you, at work. you guys are competing for 101. I remember you saying like that that was a 101, and Snoop was like, "Oh yeah, you want to pay?" <laughs> <laughs> you guys have formed like a um, who can be the worst rivalry? I haven't seen that one before. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, because I did have the one. He had the 101 this year, and I had 102. So I, he got Brees, I got Walker. We'll see how that turns out. Actually, I mean, I have a lot of good young players, but they're young players, and my team's gonna suck. Yeah. Um, so what about those other two first? Uh one is Austin's. 
Sweet and Low Civic. So it's mm-hmm. probably middle of the pack. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got Herbert and Jefferson and a bunch of good players in Burrow. So he's probably a player. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at he's a, oof, Now I look at it. Yeah, he's got CeeDee Lamb, Waddle. Yep. A um, little, little not great at running back, but um, he could probably piece it together. Um, yeah, so that's probably that's probably late, but considering that you and Casper have pretty powerhouse teams, I'll say it's probably eight or nine. That's probably eight or nine. So 101 or 102 and 108 or nine or 10. And the 24 is Casper's. Okay, so that's so that probably late. Probably so an early late, in yeah. two, an early two lates, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Am I crazy? Am I crazy in thinking that you should have gotten a little bit more? No, I don't think you're crazy. I asked for a second instead of that third, but it's Mike, and he's cheap. And he, just <laughs> and he <laughs> we has like all in. the picks, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, he has all the picks, and he's just misering them, hoarding yeah. them, and not wanting to give them away. We I, I don't understand this times. league. I joined this league last season, the beginning of last season, or before before the uh, the season started, and uh, uh, the same time you did actually. We we both joined last. Yeah, season. You, you yeah you got your team before me, and you got a better team. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, and um, I actually made a really like a couple of huge trades though to make it this good. Um, yeah, so you right and when I got it. Oh yeah, I remember that was a huge, huge trade. Um, we should bring that up in our next trade episode and talk about it because that was a, just to see like how that worked out. Because um, there was a lot of pieces involved. But uh, well, we can do it tonight if you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, while we're talking about another trade, see if you can pull that one up. And um, so. Yeah, I got I got this team, and I remember like thinking, how is Mike, how is his team so good, and it has like thirty first round picks, like it doesn't make any sense. And I'm looking around, and there's just a couple of teams that are just barren, and I'm like, oh gosh, okay, this makes sense. So I was like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta sell out because Mike's gonna be winning this thing every single year. All right, so yeah. some context on that Jamar Chase trade. All right. Yeah. So prior to that, Casper and I had made a, a trade involving Jamar Chase. So the re, the way I got Chase was I traded him T. Higgins and Kyle Pitts for Hawk and Chase. What do you think about that one? You traded him <laughs> T. Higgins, Higgins and Pitts. Yeah. For Hawk and Chase. He sent yeah, it to me and I was like, wow, that seems exactly equal and i had no other think, chase chairs so. i think so too i'd rather have the pit side though i'd rather have Pitts okay. and, and higgins um yeah. i'd rather have that side but it, i mean it's even i think that's just you know up to you know when somebody asks you about a trade and, and you're like it's even like you mm-hmm. know are you asking me like if the value is even or you asking me what side would i rather take because that's just my opinion like I, i'd rather have the pit side for me personally but I'm sure fifty yeah. percent of the world rather have the other side, you know. So right, right. So uh, I like that we're finding good trades anyway to bring up. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. I, yeah, I listen to a lot of trade episodes on other platforms. <laughs> Not going to mention any, but man, they always tend, tend to bring up these like really lopsided trades. And I don't, 
what's the point? Lopsided trades happen, but you're not learning anything from it. Is, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, so what do you what do you think about this one? This one's pretty interesting. Okay. So it's um, Kenny Pickett, uh, an early 23 first, projected to be an early 23 first, and then and a mid to late 23 first for Herbert. Pickett and how many firsts? Two first. Her, I'll take Herbert. But yeah, me, me too. I got the Herbert side. But go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. You said it was going to be an early first and a mid first. Yeah, and pro- I mean, I would say mid to late. I'm I, just the just the the. I mean, it's more likely going to be late, but it could be mid. You know, it's one of those kind of things. Yeah. Um. All right, so I, I think what I'm trying to say here is that it could be really good for the package side mm-hmm. um, because it could end up being like Pickett and Bryce Young. Exactly. And, um, who's the other uh, – like and one of the running backs, Zach Evans or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it could end up being way better than Herbert. But as it stands right now, I'd rather have Herbert. Yeah, and if you're trying to win, I think it's a good price to play pay for a player that's generally ungettable. You know, I I wouldn't sell Herbert for that, even though, like I said, it could end up being better. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things like you know Herbert's going to hold value, um, even in a rebuild. You know he's going to hold value, right? Right. And the the twenty threes. I mean, if that twenty three ends up being, you know really late um and you just get some you know kind of back end first wide receiver um and then you know Bryce Young and uh and Pickett then you've got to hope Pickett succeeds like you just got to hope right. that he he does well right. if he struggles if he struggles early or or struggles struggles during the course of the season like i mean that's the wrap for that trade you know yeah. Bryce Young even if it comes out like Justin Herbert or, you know, in his first season, right, he's still not Justin Herbert yet. So his value is not going to – the trade, the value of that trade is still not going to be there. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, my Trevor Lawrence shares hear you too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm still waiting on him. A little, little nervous about it. But I'll tell you what, though. In a rebuild, right, like if you're selling Herbert to be able to get, you know – because, I mean, one of those firsts is going to be a very early first, like very, very early. So to be able to get another quarterback and – or two quarterbacks and potentially a, a, another good player in, in the 23 class, um, that's not – I mean, I don't think it's a bad deal for him from for him either. So Yeah. I'd love it if it was like Mac Jones instead of Pickett. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Just somebody that is already established a little yeah. – at least a little bit. Or to uh, is you know. is it just me though, or like has Mac Jones's value kind of dropped since the season ended? Not um, from my perspective. Do you want to hear what I got for him? Yeah, like, yeah. Let me hear because I've been trying to shop him in a couple of leagues and I haven't been able to get anything. Let's see. I made a trade with Neil. Hmm. 
Um, oh, I saw this trade. I saw it. <laughs> oh, I'm in the wrong league. That's why. It's 11. Yep. Yeah, I'm in that league. I'm in that league, too. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. I think that's actually the reason I started shopping him. <laughs> so I got all right. So this is it, the 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 format matters a lot here. Okay, so it's an auction league where uh, I think I went over this with Brian last night actually on Dynasty Fever. Um, it's an auction auction league where each third and fourth are worth the same amount, right? So yep. three hundred one and four twelve are worth the same amount. Well, well, let's to make it easier for the listeners, a third and a fourth is worth the 201. 200 is the 201? Yep. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, so each each third or fourth is worth 100. All right, so I got I, – I sent Mac Jones for a 23 first, which should be early to mid, um, two-thirds and two-fourths in Alexander Madison. Right, so a first – you can say – a, a mid first and two two oh ones, or a mid first and a high first. Yeah. Um, you know, you can categorize that four hundred in auction dollars, the two thirds and two fourths, a lot of ways. But that four hundred will will get you um, either a really good player or two good players. Yep. So, and Alexander Madison, then I, I think I can flip to Dalvin Cook's owner for a second in season once Dalvin goes down. Yeah, and and if Dalvin doesn't go down, I can flip him for you know maybe if the guy's not savvy enough to understand, I flip him for two fourths, and there that's the same as a second. Yep, you know what I mean. So that's what Mac Jones is worth. <clears throat> you know, a high first and a mid first. It's a lot. Yeah, I mean I he's worth what that. somebody will pay. You know, but that's what I got. Yeah, I haven't been able to get that. I've been trying. Mm. I haven't come close. So uh, everybody wants to give up, like, a late first for him that I've I've talked to, i.e. they don't really want him. So, you know, it is what it is. Well, I found our trade is is actually pretty easy. So do you want to go over this? Yeah, let's do it. So we made this huge trade. It was May 9th, 2021. All right. You got Amari Cooper. Derrick Henry, Aaron Aaron Jones, George Kittle. Mm-hmm. Four powerhouses. Yep. I got two firsts and two seconds. Um, it was your first and second this year, which were both late. Um, I think I got like it was like Christian Watson and Mechie. Yeah. Right. And then your first and second in twenty four. Um, Kadarius Tony, T. Higgins, Damian Harris, Gasicki, Calvin Ridley, and Sony Michelle. Oh, Calvin Ridley killed that trade for you. Yeah, he did. Yeah, really Cause, hurt because during that during that time, Calvin Ridley's uh, price was astronomical. Like he had, I mean, people yeah. were paying like you know top ten or yeah, no top like six or seven prices for him. Yeah, he was the best player in that trade on my side. Yeah. He was the best player I was getting back. And oh, yeah. One, that of the, sucks. one of the big reasons I did it. You know what I mean? Knowing yeah. that the, the first and seconds would be late 
And, uh, you know, but I did very well. I, I flipped Damian Harris for a first. Um, and, um, you know, I made, I made those swaps with Higgins um, and Chase and whatnot. And I got a bunch of extra draft picks out of that. I got my draft pick back, you know, which I never traded away to begin with. That was important to me because I know it's going to be high pick. Um, yep. And it just burns me up. I can't see somebody. I can't watch somebody else take my high pick when I'm in a full-on rebuild. You know what I mean? I, I can't do that. Um, and then Gasicki, I flipped um, for quite a bit. Um, actually, I think I, I ended up getting Amari Cooper back and flipping him because I know he's not on your team. But there's a lot of movement afterwards, and I did really well um, breaking down the pieces. Um, nice. But how do you feel on your end? Like Derrick Henry going down and Aaron Jones not being great at the end of the year kind of hurt. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt last year, right? But um, yeah. this is in uh, in Einstein, right? Yeah. Yeah, it hurt last year, but you know, having the depth to still compete. I mean, I, I was in the uh, finals, um, even with all, even with those injuries happening. So yeah, well, Kittle Kittle really came on for you. Yeah. Yep, for sure. For sure. Um, so what are your thoughts about this? Are you going to keep Derrick Henry and make another run with him, or are you going to try to trade? Oh, of course, man. Of course. I, I can't let Mike win again. Mike won this league. And <laughs> I've got nice. I'm, I think I'm, the, like, you know, one of the only teams. I think there's maybe one or one or two other guys that have a an offhand shot, but um, I think I'm Austin's, the biggest Austin's team. Austin's team looked pretty good. I think he's got a shot. Yeah, it's just really young, so it's one of those where, you know, yeah. it's going to be tough for all of his young players to kick on and be, you know, super productive all season long. Um, True. Whereas, like, Mike, team and my team, it's pretty much a lot of guys that are in their prime that are proven producers, um, and they're going to, you know, win you leagues, basically. Uh, so I think that kind of gives us the edge. Um which is, I mean, why we were in the finals, basically, because we have all those kind of, I mean, just like our lineup is, you know, chock full of those guys. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's pretty much, I'll just read off my lineup real quick. It's it's pretty much all that. Like, I, I don't think I can sell out at this point. Like, I've got to make another go at it. It's a uh, Dak, Derrick Henry, Tyreek, George Kittle, Elliott, Aaron Jones, Juju, Josh Jacobs, Amari Cooper, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Michael Gallup, you know, just a bunch yeah, of, this a bunch is of ride, guys. This, this is ride or die this year. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. You know. Yeah. 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 Swan song. Right. Yep. And then you try to break that down in the offseason, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, uh, I've got to give it one last go and see if I can win this thing um, after coming in second. And, um, the good thing about it too is that you know coming in second pays your entry fee, you know, twice over. So if I can do that again, it covers yeah. me for my for the start of my rebuild. So right on, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I look at all leagues. If I have a shot at winning, um, you know, I go all in for that win and just try to get one or two, and then yeah, exactly, it pays for your rebuild. And rebuilds are fun, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> Um, sometimes it. they're too much fun, right? Like sometimes you yeah. want to start them earlier than you than you probably should because they're, they're just so much fun. But, uh... <laughs> All right, so I have another Mac Jones trade if you want to try to nail down his value a little further. Let's do it. So 
right, this is in a um, this is in a positionless league, right? So it's super flex, and then um, all I think it's ten flex, right? This is the brilliant idea of Casper. Mm-hmm. So this is another Mike Casper run league, um, and this involves Audis. So this should really tell you something. He's very um, this guy's stingy. <laughs> to yeah. be perfectly yeah. honest, he is hard to trade with because. Uh, he loves his players and hates yours, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, great dude. I love being in leagues with him, but you know, he just he's stingy. So, Audis um, gave up Dak and two fifths, mm-hmm. and he got Mac Jones, uh, Antonio Gibson, two fourths, Tyler Conklin, and three hundred and Fab. So it's basically Dak for Mac Jones and Antonio Gibson. Oh, I'm taking Dak every day of the week. Right? I yeah, mean, that's, that, that's pretty easy. That's, that's a pretty easy that, one for me. That's two weeks ago that this happened. So this is not ancient history. This is yeah. um like, that, that's a lot. I mean, you're it's a lot for Mac Jones. You know what I mean? Like you the valuation for Mac Jones is very, very high there. Mm-hmm. Like Antonio Gibson. I guess I just got to keep trying trying to find the right person. What's that? I, said, I guess I got to just keep trying to find the right person then because uh, okay. I haven't, so, so you have been shopping them. You just haven't been able to. Yeah, no, I've been trying. I've been trying to shop them. I just haven't been able to sell them. So, um, oh, here's, yeah, here's one guess. for you. Okay. Um, so two twenty three first. One is going to be early. One is probably going to be mid. Maybe late, but probably just probably mid, more than likely. Um, for Higgins and two late seconds, 23 seconds. Oh, early An early first and a mid. Early and mid to late first. Or, yeah. I mean, yeah, mid to late. It's probably going to be mid. We'll just call it a mid because, you know, the, the guessing is not very good. But anyways. He just has a couple of players that, that could probably. T. Higgins in two late seconds. I think I'd take the firsts. Yeah. But it I'm depends sure. on it depends on my team, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. T. Higgins is a really good player. I hate to give him up. But with that early first, you, you have a chance of getting a, a better player, a really good chance of getting a premium player there. Right? Yeah. Yeah, this you, is by far my my worst team that I made this trade with. It, uh, it is full on rebuild for this team. Um, it is absolutely horrendous. Like it is a horrendous team. Uh, I'll just read off my roster to you so you know how bad it is. It's pretty much everybody <laughs> in the twenty two draft class and Russell Wilson. It's a uh, Russell Wilson, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Garrett Wilson, Alec Pierce, Mechie. Uh, Komet, James Cook, Jahan Dotson, and Zach Wilson. That's my starting line. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 22 nice. class and uh, a couple of, uh, you know, young vets and then Russell Wilson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I had Higgins and I was like, he's, I don't need him on this roster. Like, you know, if he, for, right. for some reason gets hurt or maybe Chase, like, has an even crazier year. And he sees even like a tick down in production or something. Like I've got to get rid of him now. I can't have the risk on this roster. So uh, T Higgins' yeah. value will never go up, right? 
He's oh, probably at his peak value. You think so? Yeah, I kind of do because he's already seen as a borderline wide receiver one. And he's never going to be a top five, right? DTC uh, has him at a 30. 30.6. 30.6? That's high. Yeah, I mean, I mean what's that like? Uh, 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 it's higher than Waddle. Yeah. Three points higher, three and a half points higher than uh, it's Waddle. Like a little bit, it's like a little bit more than a 23 first, I think, in their evaluation. Uh, twenty three first. Twenty three first is like twenty four, I think. In there, well, they have twenty three mid first as at a twenty four. Yeah, yeah, twenty four. So you can tell like Higgins. (laughs) So, so that's first and a second. Yeah, I I think it could go up. I think I think there's room for it to go up. I mean, I. I can't be the only person. I thought I was lower on 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 um, Higgins than most people. I wouldn't pay that for him now, right? Like I wouldn't pay um, an early to mid twenty three first for uh, and a second for Higgins and a mid second. Um, no, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't pay that for him, but I could see, I could see him worth, you know, a mid and late first in the future if everything goes right for him. Like, I think he's a really good player in a really high-functioning offense that's only going to get better. Um, if they let Joe Burrow continue to throw the ball 55 times a game, I mean, he can see some good productions. I mean, we could have, like, a Mike Evans-Godwin kind of situation where you have two players in their prime worth just a ton. Yeah. Right. Um, which I mean, probably even better situation than that because Mike Evans was a little bit older when when Godwin came in, and these guys are pretty much the same age, with with Chase and Higgins. So, um, I mean, I think you could have definitely two wide receiver ones in a really really good offense for years to come. Um, yeah, Higgins just has to take that next step. I think for me at least. Yeah, uh, I mean, it does he. He, he does kind of remind me a little bit of Mike Evans. He's not really the downfield threat, but he's still big and fast. You know, really good hands. Gets open. Gets open on intermediate routes. I mean, I really like T. Higgins a lot, but um, I would I would take the I would take the two first in that deal just because, like I said, it, especially next next year's drafts looking really good, man. You get two premium players. You probably get two premium players for that. Yeah. Yeah, or even if I don't really want to take anybody in that class, I mean, I can go for another quarterback and, and shop the other pick because everybody thinks so highly of the class. So it's one of those things. True. But, um, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Next year's next year's draft's probably going to be a lot different, you know, total opposite of this year where everybody wants to trade up and I'm going to still want to trade down and get that extra value, you know. Yeah, I feel like uh, especially wish, if the class is that deep, you know, why not get some extra value and still get a good, good, great player? I agree, man. I wish I wish I had a taxi in this league because I would throw all of these uh, twenty-two class players on the taxi and just rock out and, and get that one-on-one for sure. But it doesn't, unfortunately. And I'm not with the you know bench your starters. So yeah, hopefully get the one-on-one, right. but maybe not. Who knows? I hope these I hope these players don't start off too hot. Wait, so I, mean, I do, and then I sell them off. So, 
Wait, so you're saying you, you think it's you think it's ethical to put your starting rookies on your taxi squad, but not to put them on your bench? Yeah, for sure. What's the difference? What's the difference? Because if you can put them on your taxi squad, then you can pick up players. Like if you're just benching them during saying. weeks, you know. Like you can you can use those spots. Like I can I can put my sorry, I'm not players... sure what you want me to change. Oh, you just activated my Siri. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. I was like, who entered the room? Uh... <laughs> you just activated my Siri. I don't know what the hell she was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Siri. Um, but yeah, so you know, you you don't know if these guys are starting caliber players. Like, yeah, you can just stick them on your taxi squad. That's what the taxi's for, right? And then bring in more players from the waiver wire and see if you can get something from those guys. I don't think that's unethical at all. I think if you're, you know, week one and you think that Brees Hall is your best running back and you put him on your bench and you put in a guy who's not starting, right? Yeah, that's late. I think is that's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. But if if Brees Hall's on your taxi, if Brees Hall's on your taxi squad, then, I mean, you shouldn't be pressured to take him off. No, I mean, because you can, you can, strategically find ways to pick up other players and see if you can gain value anywhere, anywhere else, you know, as long as you're right. actively managing your squad and you're using your taxi, I, that's what the taxi's for. Interesting. So like, instead of having, you know, long shots, like I have a lot of like Kenny and Guangwu and um, I don't know, Colin Powell or Mir Smith, Marset, like instead of having those guys on your, Taxi, you'll put them on your bench and put the better rookies on your taxi. Is that? Well, ethical? I mean, I don't really have any scr- uh, twenty-two class scrubs, but even if I did, I mean, it's your taxi. Do what you want with it. I mean, it's not. I think it's very different than having you know players at your disposal on your bench and not starting them because you want to lose. I, yeah, I, I would just, never do. That. I think that's. I think that's different. But right, um, gotcha. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put because. Why put droppable players on your taxi? You know, like that doesn't make any sense either. Mm. This is eating up taxi spots. Like I'd rather have the most bench spots possible. Keep the scrubs on your bench just in case you get in season and they don't make the practice squad and you can drop them and, and bring in new guys too. Gotcha. On your rebuilds. Okay. Yeah. On your rebuilds. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I'm going to go through all my rebuilds and, and see what I can do there. Because I, I just yeah. had never thought of that before. Yeah, yeah. I always, I always find it odd. Like I have been in a in a couple of leagues where people are like, "Oh, why you, like they've not nobody's ever questioned me about it, but they've questioned other people and been like, you know, why? Especially last year, I, I saw some some people have Trevor Lawrence on their bench. Um, you know, during week one, people were like, "Why is Trevor Lawrence on your bench?" Or I'm not your bench, your taxi. Um, you know, when he can help you and. It was on rebuilding rosters. I'm like, leave, leave him alone. Like, let him rebuild his roster. Shit, he's not doing anything. You know, breaking the rules. He's playing his roster, trying to gain pieces from the waiver wire, and and yeah. trying to help his team out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I'm playing, I'm playing the waivers, like probably harder in those leagues than other leagues. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, trying to, just trying as to hard players. anyway. Yeah, sure. trying to find players you can flip for seconds and thirds during the season, like. 
You know how many right. players I've picked up from waiver wires and been able to Cordell Patterson picked him up from waiver yeah, wires. Yeah, Cordell Patterson. I brought this up last night with Brian. Cordell Patterson, Dalton Schultz was a darling yeah. of mine. I got him in a bunch of leagues. You know. Yep. Um, yeah, you, you just cycle through the guys. The one of the best I've ever seen at that, by the way, is uh, uh, Snoop Jesus in the DW yeah. Patriots. Yeah, he's he's very active on his rebuilds. Yeah, very, that very guy, he churns players like crazy. And he'll make, you know, like he'll churn fourth and fifth round picks. And just, um, you know, if he hears, hears a little bit of news about a guy, he's going and picking him up right away in 10 yep. leagues or whatever. So, you know, that's that's how you win. Because if you just hit on one of those guys in a year, it, it adds value to your team. Yeah. And it's it's that's the thing. Like, it's not even – it doesn't even matter about, like, really, like, really hitting. Because even if a guy just looks like he has a little bit of value for one week and you get a third, like, if you do right. that five or six times during the course of a season, you know, that's a lot of value you've gained, you know. And Yeah, I think year. you gave me – I think – in one league, you were a little stuck, and you gave me a third for Uzuma last year. Yeah, yep. That, you know? that was one, okay, one cool. of those. Yeah, and I look back on that, and I'm like, oh, you idiot. Like, why are you doing that? But I needed him, right? And, and he looked right. during that week like he was going to get the starting job in a good offense. He had the potential to go out there and produce a little bit, and I needed it. I needed some cheap option. Um, yeah, he, he had else. blown up. He had had those couple blow-up weeks, and – yeah, you needed a cheap option to try to keep yourself in it, so it makes sense. Yeah, you know, to only give up a third is adva- not the end of the world. Yeah, but you took advantage of, of it, and you got your, your your third, and you know, you do that a few times a year, and yeah, like I said, that's a lot of value. That's a lot of value. That's how you end up with extra picks, you know. Yep. So exactly, um, we're right about an hour. Um, we can cut it off soon if you want, uh, but since you brought up Cordell Patterson. Um, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight, mm-hmm. and you just reminded me. What's his value if you're uh, a top contender? Like, what 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 should you pay for him? Mm. So I'll give you a, a little context. Um, I just offered – it wasn't much. Um, I offered Jalen Guyton in a, fir- in a fourth, a 24-fourth. No, that's not enough. Yeah, so I got back. It's an IDP league. He wanted to give me Corderell Patterson, Chuck Clark, who's a safety for the Ravens, and a fifth for Brian Robinson. And I just immediately rejected because I just I'm not interested in trading Brian Robinson for defensive player. <laughs> like I, yeah, I'm more interested in getting my defensive players off waivers. Yeah. Because um, it's not a deep IDP. Yeah. So, but um, what? All right. So, let's see. I have, I was, I thought about offering. Cordell Patterson's tough because he's one of those players you don't quite want to give up a second for, but right. n- nobody's going to give him, like, give him to you for a third. Uh, maybe about... two thirds is, is kind of the sweet spot. Two 2023 20, thirds, maybe. Um, <sighs> Tell me if any of these players have any value, um, and should I be trading them um, for him? Logan Thomas, Hayden Hurst, Denzel Mims, Deontay Harris, Rager, Sonny Michelle? No, I don't think they're getting. 
I don't think like could I could I pair one of those guys with a third? Maybe Logan Thomas. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I mean, I I wouldn't do that. Like if I had Patterson, I'm waiting until we get in season and hoping he he remains in form and and producing, and then a team's going to give you a second definitely for Cordell. If, if I mean maybe even an early second if if he if he's producing like he was last season and somebody needs a running back slash wide receiver because he has that designation and sleeper. Um, I mean, that's, <laughs> you're going to get something for him. So uh, at that point, I'm like, all right, why, like, what's the incentive of me trading Cordell now? Um, so, I mean, I, yeah, shoot your shot at it, but me personally, I wouldn't even entertain it. All right. So let me ask you this. Well, I mean, he put him on the block. He's trying to trade him. So, yeah. Let me. What what on top of Cordero Patterson would you need to get to trade Brian Robinson? Um, That's a weird question because he Brian Robinson. Well, I got him in the late third, but it's an IDP league, so he's more like a late second value. Honestly, you're probably not going to like this, but I think the question is more what on top of Brian Robinson do you need to give to get Cordell Patterson? Really? Yeah. I mean, it could change. It could change quickly. You know, it's one of those that could change quickly. And and but Brian Robinson's value is not very high. People are not giving up seconds for Brian Robinson. So Cordell, Chuck Clark, and a fifth you would have taken for Brian Robinson. I don't know. Like it's that. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> it's a tough one because I like Brian Robinson as a player. I do too. And and I don't like Antonio Gibson. And I know Antonio Gibson has the injury history. And they same. He has good draft <laughs> capital, so his value could really increase. Like if McKissick's if not going to be a, a like a, a between the tackles back. You know? No, no, he's not. He's not. He's just going to be that PPR monster, which is fine for Brian right. Robinson. It's the same. Right. It's the same thing we were talking earlier with the Kenneth Walker, with the Jets. Like if he had went to the Jets, Michael Carter would be a matistic, right? In my eyes, like mm-hmm. that's what I would say. What I would think, okay, is the logical thing to happen. Um, I think Brian Robinson, if he was able to get hold of this offense, that let's say that Gibson goes down, or um, you know, he he starts. Uh, you know, gets gets that turf toe injury again or whatever he had, right? Um, and Brian mm-hmm. Robinson steps in. That's a perfect partnership is McKissick and Brian Robinson. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, so Brian Robinson's definitely going to get touches in that offense. But Why uh, would I trade him now? Because <laughs> that's, just... that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think it's, and I think that can be said for both players. Like, he shouldn't be um, – he shouldn't be – wanting to give up Cordell Patterson now and you definitely shouldn't be wanting to give up Brian Robinson now in my opinion so I think you're both kind of like in 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 lockstep there with 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 you know the same kind of uh kind of ideas going on with each individual player I just don't think it's a trade like it's just not a trade so maybe you guys need to find new players because what about Nico Collins would you, would you take Nico Collins for Cordell Patterson? 
I would rather have Cordell Patterson. I think a lot of people rather have Nico Collins. If I'm a contender, I'd rather have Cordell Patterson. Because I think yeah, there's, there's I won this league a lot last of potential. Year. I'm trying to repeat. Yeah. Um, you want to hear something crazy? Hmm. I got I got a Nico Nico Collins for third in one of these in that um that league that I just told you about that one where my team is like all twenty two uh class players. Hmm, that's pretty Let's damn see good. See if I can find it. Because uh, I think people were making roster cuts, and I looked at this guy's team, and the, the commish was like, hey, you need to cut your team. You need to cut your team. You need to cut your team. And he reminded him like a fourth time, and I could tell like the guy really didn't want to cut his players because they were still like you know valuable players. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just sent over uh, – <laughs> I'm like, look, man, you're going to have to cut Nico Collins anyways. I'll give you a third for him. And he was like, all right. <laughs> and we got the, the nice. deal done. Nice. Yeah, but uh, well, the uh, way I got him was I gave up Landry in a third. Okay, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I like that. I like that. I think I think Landry is kind of a sleeper player this year. Um, sure, for produ- if you're looking sure. for production. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. He's a cheap guy you can pick up. You know, for a th- you could probably get him for a third. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be one. Wa- I, I wouldn't be wanting to. I wouldn't be wanting. That's a terrible. Anyways, I wouldn't want to give up Brian Robinson for McKissick. No, we're on it. All right. So, what about Nico Collins for? Do you, do you think I should offer Nico Collins for Patterson? Yes. Like I said, I'm trying to repeat. Yeah, I would. I would. Because the other thing I'd be afraid of too. Um is somebody else getting Cordell Patterson uh, for cheap in season that you're directly right. competing against. Because that's one of those pieces that could really, really, really hurt you in, in, a, in a championship season for, for your team. Uh, right. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd definitely give up Nico Collins for him. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I like it. Yeah, I would for sure. Should I try to get something on top of it? No, I don't think you can. I mean, I would try, try it for sure. Yeah. Especially if you're having if you're having conversations with this guy, right? Like yeah, you know, there's some the guys you send. Okay, yeah. So there's some guys you send trades to, and you're like, all right, I don't want to send too many trades to this guy because he seems like he's taken a million years to respond. He's not very active. He's probably not gonna. He's probably just gonna let it sit there. And so sometimes you just, you know, say, all right, this is what I really want, and this is what I'm willing to give up for it. I'll send it out there. But if you're having conversations with this guy and you guys are gelling and, and working things out, then, yeah, there are some stuff out there. Try to get a, try to get McKissick for, for Nico uh, or McKissick Plus for Nico. Patterson. Not McKissick. I mean, yeah, Patterson. Shit, we're talking too much right <laughs> I mean, football team, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Commanders. <laughs> Commanders, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering oh, if you were gonna catch man. that or not. <laughs> <laughs> They're changing this shit like every every three months. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm yeah, I'm an NFC East fan, right? So like I'm I'm a Giants yeah, fan, so it's it's tough for me to get away from Redskins for my entire life. But uh <laughs> Yeah, definitely needed to be changed. So I need to need to get used to it. All right, I think I'm gonna. I think 
I'm going to, I mean, is it crazy to ask for a third? Patterson and a third for Nico Collins. I think that's crazy, but go ahead. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. Patterson and a third. The people Nico really Collins. like Nico Collins, though. Some people really like Nico Collins. So that's I, what I I'm don't saying. I don't think it's – you know what? I don't think it's crazy. I think there are some people that would do it. I wouldn't do it. I don't like Nico Collins that much, but I know there are a lot of people that, like, really, really like Nico Collins. Like, I don't I don't think Nico Collins is, is, like, close to being worth a second for me. I think he's a mid to late third kind of guy. Um that's like what I'd be willing to give up to get him. I know most people think he's worth more than that, but that's the absolute most, which is why I went for that that trade with that one dude. But I mean, there's you know, there's a really good chance that Cordero Patterson doesn't last through the year, but Yeah. Really good chance that Nico Collins turns out to be nothing. Brian's not in chat anymore. He was in chat about an hour ago, if or forty five minutes ago. If he was in, if Brian Ford was in chat right now, um, he'd be freaking out. He loves yeah, I know. all the guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. He he really likes um, Davis Mills and and Nico Collins and all those guys. Brevin Jordan. Brevin, yeah, Brevin Jordan. Yeah. Ah, whatever. I went. I, I went to. to ask him. I don't remember whether how much he likes Damian Pierce, but anyway, go on. That is a player that I like. I like Damian Pierce a lot. Uh, Mike and I went to a to a. Houston Texans game, and we weren't overly impressed with any of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they they were they were incredibly that. boring to watch. So I was like, <laughs> man, this team has no dynamism at all. No, they they really don't. Excuse me. But uh, yeah, you got any other any other trades before we sign off here? I think that's about it. Um, I I kind of wanted to nail down what what Patterson was worth. So I still, I don't know. I feel like I'm not giving up. I am not getting enough. I don't know. Anyway. You feel like you're not getting enough giving up Nico? I, I feel, I don't know. Cause Patterson's a one year guy, right? He's done after this year. And he? he's, 32. yeah, but the, but Nico Collins, I mean, who knows what he is, right? Like, he could be absolutely nothing. He could be absolutely a waiver wire player for the rest of his life. Patterson, you at least have a, a, a you know, inkling that he could be a very, very productive player um, this season and help you win a right. championship. And that's worth a lot more than what Nico Collins is probably going to provide you for the rest of his career. So, I mean, Cordell Patterson was just RB – or, yeah, what, RB9? Yeah. RB8 I mean, or something like that. So he really fell off towards the end of the year, right? It doesn't matter though. Like he yeah. I mean, he still gave you a lot. He gave you a lot for a guy that's you know, you're giving up Nico Collins for. Like he's you're not you he's not you're not expecting him to win you a championship, you know? He <laughs> but he'll help you get there. Right. Right. All right. Well, if he won't give me a third, then um I'll I'll, I'll make him give me a defensive player then. Maybe that Chuck Clark character. Who I it seems I keep hearing that the Ravens are shopping him around. I don't know. Oh, yeah. did you hear the big Eagles news before we sign off? No, what was that? Ah, oh, we signed Jaquiski Tart. Okay, let's go. <laughs> now, he's the safety that that uh, he dropped that interception in the NFC, NFC Championship game last year. I yeah, know. I don't care. I don't. Care. <laughs> 
right. thought you guys did. I thought you guys did actually some. You guys did actually something good. I was like, oh man, no, it's no. gonna be. Uh, no. no okay. Well, he is a starting caliber safety, which we didn't really have. But, so. Yay! <laughs> All right. Uh, where can we find you on Twitter? Um, I don't remember my Twitter <laughs> handle. I remember it last week. I don't remember it's, it this week. It's at DWZ underscore Chad. Yes, that's it. That's it. What he said. And I figured out Mike's. Mike is at DWZ Mike. Nice. No, no underscore? No underscore. What is Mike doing? We're supposed to be twins. <laughs> you are supposed to be twins. What the hell? What the hell? Yeah. And, uh, oh, I, I don't have it. I don't have a Twitter. I just run the show account. It's at DWZ underscore underscore war games. I know. Of course, I keep telling you we're going to help you with that. And then I keep not helping you with that. So. <laughs> you guys are welcome to sign in anytime you have the, <laughs> you have the info. You can post whatever you want. <laughs> I like, I no. I created the Twitter account and have never been on it since. So <laughs> if that tells you anything, Jesse's, Jesse's lifting the, the load there. So <laughs> I don't do a lot with it. I do a little bit with it, but. Have, uh, don't tell them that. The don't tell them that. It's worth a follow, right? There's, there's oh, amazing stuff with, going on on I that page. Yeah. With it. <laughs> uh, oh, man. He's like, yeah, don't worry, follow me. There's nothing going on there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. All right, man. This is a fun time. I think uh, I think we got some, some things accomplished. We nailed down some value for a couple guys. Keep trying on Mac Jones, man. You'll get one. Oh, I'll keep trying, man. Yeah, thanks for the inspiration. <laughs> right on. All right, so uh, next week, just a little housekeeping. I am on vacation. I'll be in Cancun. Um, Chad has um, volunteered to keep the torch lit. Um, he may bring on a guest or a co-host or both. I don't know. It's up to Chad. Um, and you said you might change the time next week. Is that right? I might change everything. You guys may you come back and not recognize oh, Jesus. a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> Yeah, it may be completely different. Maybe a different show completely. Just a new okay. premise, everything. Yeah, right on. We're we're gonna come back. We'll see. And it's gonna be. It's gonna. I can't be about, believe you guys are leaving me to it. It's gonna be about sewing. It's gonna be knitting. <laughs> it's gonna be about horses. Or, uh, it's gonna be about horses. Yeah. Uh, what's your uh, What's your buddy's name there that created Yellowstone? My buddy. Yeah. No. <laughs> what's his Not name? My- not my buddy. <laughs> is it what is it? Is it Tyler? I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, yeah he was on uh, he was on Sunday morning, the, the Sunday morning show on CBS last week. Oh, was he? Yeah, I didn't know he started out. Did you know he started out as a model and an actor? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, he I know uh, a, he's a pretty yeah. guy, so Yeah. <laughs> so it's believable. Started, started out as a model and uh he said that uh, all the money he made just fed his horse habit. And uh, uh, one day he just sat down and started writing. And uh, he writes a lot, actually. Pretty yeah, impressive guy. Yeah. yeah, he grew up Pretty. He grew up in Waco. Real real cowboy kind of guy. So. Yeah, well, he just bought the four sixes, too. Yep. yep. So anybody that knows horses knows what that means. That's not really me. But anyway. <laughs> all right. I think that's it. I think we've we've run to the end. Um, t- stay tuned. So Chad will hopefully post on Twitter what he's going to do with the show next week beforehand and in DWZ chat. And uh, maybe you'll be able to find him 
and whatever the hell he thinks he's going to do next week. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. It's still all up in the air. I could I could definitely just not post the link, just do the podcast by myself, and then, yeah. We'll see. Weird. We'll see what happens. Yeah. There's all kinds of weird stuff going on behind closed doors. We'll figure it out, though. Well, if you do it next Friday, I will be touring Chichen Itza, so wish, wish me luck. Oh, sounds brutal. Yeah, I'm going to um, – <laughs> if you can't tell already, I'm just, like, building up a mystery, so hopefully everybody tunes in because I feel, I feel like a – a podcast with just me so far is not a big draw, so we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Trying to make this thing exciting. Who no, knows what's going on? Don't worry. We do. We do have people that are willing to come on. So if I let them, if I let them, I just the whether power. Chad wants them or not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, All this right. has been like the longest sign off ever. So let's get this done. It is. We're out of here. All right, man. Later. Later. It's a lot of awkward silence at the end. It's perfect. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. We won a game yesterday. We win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.